A reading from Mark 6, 17-20. For Herod himself had given orders to have John arrested, and he had him bound and put in prison. He did this because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, whom he had married. For John had been saying to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias nursed a grudge against John and wanted to kill him. But she was not able to because Herod feared John and protected him, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man. When Herod heard John, he was greatly puzzled, yet he liked to listen to him. Man, Herod is so interesting, isn't he? <laughs> you you kind of want to just. What put do you him mean in by this, interesting? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of want to just put him in this category of you know the ultimate bad guy, the ultimate antagonist, the ultimate force of evil against the force of good. You know the the antithesis of Christ, and in many ways he is. You know he and, and his three sons were forces of the world, if not evil, in the Jesus story. <laughs> but then you get this little nuance about him. He likes listening to John. He believes John is a holy and righteous man. And uh, it's not that simple that he's just, uh, you know, he's got, then he's got this wife. And of course, it's complications with the marriage that John calls out publicly. And that's uh, nurses a grudge. And it doesn't end well for John here, you know, ultimately. But, nor for um, Herod. No, or nor for Herod. Good point. But yeah, the world is just complicated. There are forces of evil and. There's a, there's a human touch to Herod here right in this story, I think, that we shouldn't forget. Well, uh, how well do you know um, uh, Tolkien's trilogy, Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I've, I've read it, I think, twice, and I've seen the movies. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you see the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I've quoted this before, but it's when Sam says to Frodo as they're moving through the wilderness towards uh, Mortar and and uh, and I think returning the ring or, or destroying it at Mortar, but uh, but Sam says to Frodo, "I wonder what kind of tale we have fallen into." Mm. Uh, in this story, which I never really focused very much on. And that's the nature of the king. That the king has got one thing that most other people don't have, and that's an enormous amount of power at his disposal to do more or less what he wants. And Herod, to me, is one of the embodiments of what happens to any king that loses his moral compass. Mm-hmm. That it's all about Herod. I love the story of the Magi because he dissembles and tells the Magi, when you find him, come and t- come back to tell me because I want to go and worship this right. uh, newborn king myself. Right. Well, we know how that story turned out. But more importantly, we know how it turned out for the Magi. They, they learned when they were in uh, Herod's palace who he was. They knew it. They didn't confront it. So when they start returning to where they came from, the Bible says, and they returned by a different way. They went around Herod. And Herod, when he learns of this, becomes enraged. And we know the the slaughter of the innocents and, and what happens. In other words, power is... The kind of power God has 
is based on our freedom to choose. The power of Satan is, is the power of tyranny. And so those both powers at work at all time. And, and, and Herod is such an illustration of the darkness that can come from a diseased heart uh, where me, myself, and I are, are king, you know, so it's, it's, he's his own trilogy. Mm-hmm. He's his own <laughs> trinity. Right. And uh, I'm so glad that, you know, the, the, he is included in the story just to remind us, you know, Saul, when he's on, you know, on his last legs and he's, he's just desperate, he goes and sees a witch, the, hmm. the witch of Endor. I mean, he's so lost. So anyway, it's very interesting. Hmm. And what kind of story have we fallen into, Frodo? The gospel. (laughs) Thank God. That's the great story that we're in.